I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We'll make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. It's The Real Brian Show. The first official... But okay, it might be the second Superhero Friday, but it's the first official one because the other one didn't count. And you know, we about to get crazy all up in the studio, says the white man here, because uh, it's Friday. We like Fridays and uh, oh, 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 should we, should we play it? I mean, should, you know, it's Friday. Like, should we, should we thank God it's, yeah, come on. Woo! Thank God it's Friday. Yeah. Friday. Come on. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God it's okay. That is like the cheesiest and worst ever. I mean, who came up with that? Whose idea was that? I have no idea. Let's rock it. Well, thanks for not throwing me under the bus because that was actually my idea for that horrible, horrible Friday. That was song. your idea. Oh, thank God. Back in your former life in the sixties and seventies. Well, you know, uh, just kidding. Oh, that was a little, a uh, little before I was born, but uh, well, I, no, not really, because you know I'm, I'm, I'm a. You're timeless. I'm immortal. That right, exactly. Yeah. Same so thing. You know, thank God, it's. I can't get that low. Thank God, it's. It's. It's not quite the. Uh, the the Barry White, you know, thing that I, I just. Uh, oh yeah. Thank God, it's. Uh, yeah. Is that Friday. your sexy voice? Friday. No, it's a Barry White voice. Oh. <laughs> okay. Go for it. I am the real Brian. Thank you for joining me and joining me today. My actual real name is Miss Light. Yeah. I don't remember why. I think it's a superhero person. I don't even really know why either. Isn't it a superhero? Pretty sure. Mm, Because I'm so full of light and joy and wonderful, sweet, sugary goodness. Yeah. yeah, uh. (laughs) (laughs) Candy Mountain, Candy Mountain, Candy Mountain. Uh, (laughs) Welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. This is fun because, of course, I've walked with you for this whole show for you know, a long time, but mostly behind the scenes, never yeah. on the actual mic. You never actually get to experience the good stuff. It's always the negative, you know, uh, why? <laughs> it's not what spouses are for. <laughs> <laughs> Sounding board and all that. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's been an interesting journey. Well, that is true. It's been worth it. I would like to say concur. Yeah. 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 I see, but I'm glad that this whole, uh, you know, superhero Friday thing is finally here because that's like your true passion. You've been talking about Superhero yeah. Friday forever. Well, so I like doing the whole, you know, here's my thing that I'm learning right now, or here's a piece of encouragement yeah. to make everybody, you know, start have, their week, right? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, cause I want to force people to have a better life. Why? Um, it's called slavery. I what we call dictatorship. They could just choose it. You know, just saying. Oh, so you're saying that I'm encouraging people to do it. And then I, well, yeah, no, I'm kidding. I, I do actually <laughs> hope people will. That's, I mean, that's the whole point of Mondays. And then I love my interviews on Wednesdays, but you know, the serious side of me just loves to say, okay, enough. I'm exhausted. And you know, the fun side of me is like, okay, I'm ready to break out. When are you going to let me out? Because if you don't let me out. I'm going to break out and everybody's going to pay. For, uh, yeah. I totally hear what you're saying. So today that. we're going to talk about introverts versus extroverts, which is going to be Ooh. hilarious. We have a lot of verses this day. This day, this week, today. Verses? Yes. Introverts versus. Or, oh, let's versus. Oh. Yeah. V, you know, versus. V period. Yeah. The new the new thing is introverts v extroverts. Got it. We're going to talk about vegans v carnivores. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, con v con. And I'm talking about Star Trek. Ooh. As in the wrath of. Mm-hmm. And into darkness i.e. con they're going to fight each other on your show well not necessarily fight each other but uh you know i, I banter I, I just want to say that i'm I'm like really honored that i get to have a, a tremendous conversation with two great villains of oh. our time so you haven't done many villain interviews well they kind of end up being a bunch of jerks when i try to interview right. them you well, know yeah i don't understand what's wrong with these people what is wrong with these people? <sighs> Idiots. But you know, I, so today I'm bringing on true villains. So I expect them to be villainous hmm. and to, you know, have their scum of, are you going to like secure things down in the studio? So nothing flies off and becomes shrapnel in the meantime. 
Well, no, they're not allowed to have any weapons, but oh, you good. know, they could kill me with their pinkies. So <laughs> we need to make sure that we're careful here, but one way or the other, it's going to be who's the better villain Khan versus Khan. Yeah. Because there's a lot of debate in the uh, Star Trek fandom about that. You I know? guess we'll see on the end of the show. When did they- you like Benedict Cumberbatch or did you like Ricardo Montalban? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. This is the thing. I'm not really a nerd. I know. I know it's hard for people to believe that the real Brian would pick a life partner that is not a nerd, but indeed he did. <laughs> well, it, well, see, here's the thing. It works because you appreciate the nerddom. True. Yes. The embr- now you are more probably thankful that I've embraced my inner nerd, not my outer nerd. Yes. We can so, go out together in public. I'm all good with that. Yeah. You uh, look respectable. <laughs> you have decent clothes on. You do your hair. Take a shower. All that. Try to smell nice. Yep. Yeah. yeah Febreze doesn't count as deodorant. <laughs> um, <laughs> so no, I, I, I hear you. Uh, but I've been to Dragon Con, you know, and there's uh, I, next time I'm taking a freaking gas mask, you know, like a, a nuclear. Blech. No, it's not that bad. It really actually wasn't. I got warned. They're like, oh my gosh, you're going to be like what the nerdiest of the nerdiest of the nerdiest. And I got there and I'm like, these people aren't that bad. Like they're fine. Maybe they were just having too much fun to remember to shower. I'm just saying it wasn't even. Oh, I didn't even really smell that many people. Oh, good. Periodically. So, I mean, <laughs> well, it's hard not to sometimes, but the <laughs> think about no, I mean, everybody was warning me like, oh my gosh, you're in for a treat or not. And I'm thinking these people are normal. Well, that's good. I'm yeah. Glad. What? Now, what What does that say about podcast overlord? He was there with you. Well, and Miss Ice, where where do I start with podcast overlord? I mean, uh, um, for those of you who have never met him, he's a great guy, former uh, Aero Squad co-host and uh, host of one of the hosts of tuning into sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Great. He, he gets on like, I think, 235 panels or something like that at Dragon Con. And he's part of their part of the leadership. Mm hmm. Great guy. It was so much fun. We got to room together. He smelled great the whole time. Well, he takes showers every day and tries to look nice. So <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's where I met Podcast Overlord, Miss Ice and the Flash all in person and Harley Quinn and all them for the very first mm-hmm. time. So that was very cool. Well, your superhero friends. Woohoo. No, you had a great time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the it's the nerd in me that enjoys those kind of things. So embracing your inner nerd. But today we've got a, a, quite a few things we wanted to talk about. Now, the the goal here is one hour. I told you that, that uh, Superhero Fridays are going for an hour. No more. Could be less, but no more. I'm good at timekeeping. So once the hour is up, I mean, as of right now, what are we at? I'm, I'm just uh, looking. Now, this does not include interviews with Con versus Con. This is just our time. So we have 52-ish uh, minutes. We better hustle. Yeah. Okay, go. All right. So the title of this episode this week appropriately uh, was, Why Does She Keep Staring at Me? I don't know. Why does she? Well, I don't know. Cause I, you and I were, were somewhere and I, this girl kept staring at me and I don't know. I was like, what, what does she keep staring at me? I was like, do I have like, was your fly down? Yeah, I don't know I mean, something on me or whatever, but that's not the response you said. <laughs> you must be ridiculously good looking. Know, but you said, well, obviously she's never seen a good looking man before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it. I know. And it's Valentine's day week. We have to celebrate it for a week. Uh, yeah, well, some people would definitely disagree with uh, with you on that one. Well, see, you don't even like Valentine's Day. Just say it right now. I really don't. Yeah, no, I never have. I actually, when I was young in high school, I purposely never had a girlfriend during this time of year. Did you really? Yeah. You like broke up with him on the 13th or well, something? Well, no, or I would just never ask anyone out until after. <laughs> it was, no, because it's one of those holidays that's so awkward and it's pressure filled I- and... And it's, uh, I know you've said that ever since we've been together, you've yeah. never been big on that. Mostly you were working, I think. And like, I was home by myself doing taxes. Oh, or yeah. bills. Or I something. did actually have Valentine's <laughs> day events that I had to be a part of right. and stuff, which yeah, are like kind of parties and weddings and whatever. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, but I, you're on the radio. Some of those nights. Oh know? yeah. Oh yeah. And then there, so I, you know, I have a tribute. Should we do that now? I think we totally should. I, I've got a tribute to all you Valentine's day, you know, fans, because let's, let's just say this. There are some Valentine's day songs that, I just feel like you should definitely dedicate to your significant other. Here's number one. Yeah. So that's the first dedication you got to go after. What do you, what do you think? Like you give it? love a bad name. That's yeah. not really very encouraging. No, no, no. That's the whole point. It's a Valentine's Day song. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like this one's for my special <laughs> special someone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and my second one. Love stinks. Love stinks. 
that's a great one. I mean, uh, yeah, you, you can't go wrong with that one ever. Great dedication. Another one for, uh, you know, the lonely types that just want to dedicate a song to another lonely lover. Everybody hurts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one. Uh, that's, that's a great one. So what do you think? I mean, are we on the right track so far? You're liking these? I think because of your the way you come at it, I yeah. think they're appropriate. Okay, yeah. so here's one that you can dedicate to the woman in your life. You ready? I, I won't dedicate this one to you, but, you know, anyone else could. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Witchy woman. Oh, yeah. Um, Please do not. I'm not going to dedicate that one to you. I'm just saying that's a great, great option. Now, here's one that you can dedicate to the man in your life. Yeah. So mean. I mean, these these people are are, who writes this crap? Well, apparently it was uh, popular back in the day. You know, I'm playing a little bit more classics here, but I, I think the biggest one here, this this is great. At weddings. I, I really, really, really appreciate this one at weddings. That is a perfect first dance for uh, you, you people getting married this year. So there you go. That's all I wanted to share with you today. Thank you. Um, beautiful, beautiful Valentine's songs. I mean, you just can't go wrong with those. Dedicate them. Have a great time. Thank you. I I, I will. I will. Okay. You know, so many people really do not like Valentine's Day. And and I understand, like I said, for the men, uh, there's so much pressure. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of it either. But I got to thinking, you know, you and I've talked about this in general when, you know, somebody is in need, for example, Mm -hmm. and they they, maybe they don't tell anybody or but no, but they're struggling to pay their bills or something. Somebody's just in need, whatever. And and we love to give to those people. Yeah. But when somebody's like expecting it, Uh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, you know. I got, I'm I got poor stuff coming on here. Yeah, I'm going to need you to, you know, help me out here or whatever. Or, you know, I don't have any money. So give me free advice. It's that that expectation, that disrespect aspect. I don't like that. You do not. And I feel like Valentine's Day is less about, you know, unexpected giving and more about expected, you know. Well, it's a Hallmark holiday. How else are they going to make money? I know. And we have flower people and chocolate people and chocolate people. I mean, chocolate is that like giant people, people that walk around <laughs> that are made of chocolate. Can we eat those people? Is that called cannibalism? Yeah, we won't. If we eat those chocolate people. Yeah, no. However, one of my coworkers' boyfriends brought chocolate to the whole office. Oh, see, that's cool. Yeah. Instead of one person, he's, he's that. See, that's unexpected. Mm-hmm. It was. Oh, I was shocked. Go. I'm like, my coworkers' boyfriend brought chocolate to the office. Sweet. I'm going to have that's some. Cool. I had a dark chocolate covered caramel. It was delicious, of course. Man, I love that. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So one of the things that we try to do for Valentine's Day, we've also discussed doing this in general, just for holidays and, you know, Christmas, birthdays. This is actually something you brought up is the idea of spending money on experiences mm-hmm. rather than just things. Well, here's my thing. I'm sort of embracing the minimalist approach because there's too much stuff in our lives. We get overwhelmed. We get stressed out, try to take care of it. You have to maintain it and clean it and, you know, clean around it. Yeah. And I would rather have time with people, you and experiences rather than more stuff that fills up my life and brain. So I, I'm kind of all over that. Yeah. I like that too. Well, and we did that, you know, a couple of years ago with selling the house, moving back into the condo, getting rid of 75% of our stuff. It was great. I, it's it, great. It feels very freedom-y. Yeah. Free to me. That's not a word. Free to me. I like it. I, I feel free freedom me. because of it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so much more free to me. I'll tell you what though. We, uh, I don't think I talked about this on the show yet, but we did go through my closet recently. Oh, that was a project. Woo. Yeah. Well, and not only just my side of the closet, but I mean like the storage side, the storage side as well, oh, yeah. but, yeah. um, took all of my clothes that either I just wasn't wearing anymore or out of style, Shh. out of style. Yeah. Some of them are like 10 plus years old, At but least. you know, it's, it's hard when you have good quality clothes and they never die. Yeah. You feel like, mm-hmm. well, I should wear these clothes, but it doesn't look good on me anymore yeah, because no. either it's out of style or, you know, they're, let's they're put torn. it this way. I'm just kidding. 10 plus years ago, bigger clothes was more in style. You know, the XLs versus, and I'm a large, I'm a large tall being six foot four, mm-hmm. but I've been purchasing now more of that, what they call the slim fit. Yes, I know. Which works, but I didn't have any slim fit shirts. I had all these shirts that looked like giant tents or whatever (laughs) and pants that, you know, somebody was like, no, you know, no. So, but actually what's been uh, my purpose with this is to find clothes that fit correctly, that look good and are comfortable and functional for the occasion. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true because, you know, it's been a little cold and windy around here mm-hmm. and I'm not going to go out there and dress in something that I'm going to be in pain just because it looks good. I actually need it to keep me warm. True. But I love comfort. I have a very sensitive neck. My skin is sensitive. Oh, it's so not sensitive. funny. It's so true. <laughs> and I had that one shirt, man. Well, I actually bought two shirts and I did this at Heroes and Villains and I wore them all day long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to the hotel room at the end of the night and I had these giant red rashes around my neck because of the, the, the fiber material. Content, yeah. It was a synthetic of some kind that mm. reacted poorly to my to my neck, not to the rest of my body. That's so weird. My neck's sensitive. Again, you're very sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but it's we've, been, we've now it's been upgraded good. you to comfortable attire that's functional. It looks works. better. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was the downsizing of the closet, like you say, and Goodwill inherited a lot of clothes. Yeah. I'm sure they can be put to good use somewhere. But the idea of minimal, minim, minimalizing, minimalizing. I like that. Minimizing. Minimizing everything because actually, you know, I had a ton of clothes in there and I have really pared down to only what's necessary and I, I actually sure. wear every piece of clothing now, which is great. Yeah, they or, match. or I will be in the summer, you know. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, they match. They, <laughs> and they're comfortable and I can go and work and look nice and still be comfortable, which is great. So anyway, it's 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 good stuff, but the idea of putting more of our money into the investment of, of experiences, you know, that you know, they're, they're, it's, it's a, to me, it's a lot more than just like, I'm going to buy something cool. And like for Valentine's day for dinner, we didn't go to a five-star restaurant with violins and seven, 17 courses. We went to Qdoba where they're doing <laughs> buy one, get one free. If you kiss your spouse at the register. Yeah. And uh, garbanzo. And Hey, you know, well, but we, we do the nicer stuff periodically. You know, we, we, we but do I the, guess the it's not expectation, right? Yeah. We don't have to do it on Valentine's day, but we get to go to the basketball game. Oh, on Saturday, CSU, Colorado State. Yeah. yeah, Colorado State was playing Fresno State. Everyone's like, oh, Fresno's not a state, guys. It's call Cal- it's California State University at Fresno. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my parents went to uh, Fresno State, so that's the rival. Man, it was a great game. They actually, the Colorado State came back to win at seventy-eight to sixty-two, and it was very high action, some fast yeah. breaks and some steals and dunks and. We're basketball fans. We love basketball. We just, you know, we don't think about it as much because uh, what is wrong with us? Well, I don't know. I think we, you know, we tried to go to Nuggets games and, and that's kind of unfortunately a joke. I wish it weren't. But, you know, the the sports money in Colorado is put to the Broncos. Well, yeah, it's not put to the Nuggets. And well, I, may, well, we, yeah, I don't care about football very much. I'm sorry, football fans. I'm like, I just, you know, I just, just never be yourself. Got into it. Just be, I am you, being be myself. the real Brian. The real Brian does not like football. No, no, just I don't. I really right can't there. stand it. The only thing I like about football is when everybody gets together as a group and has food and watches the, what used to be good commercials on the Super Bowl. So that's the people you like, not the game. It's the people and the food that I like, which means I don't need football. You can have a party anytime. Totally. Yeah. I grew up in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a football team when I grew up. We had the How Suns. How did you survive? Oh no my gosh. Football team. Well, see, that's the thing. The only sports team that we really had that was professional for that matter was, was the Phoenix Suns. Sure. So everybody went to the basketball games and it was a big thing and the Phoenix Suns did really well. And then, you know, they won the championships when I was a kid and it was huge. And uh, well, they didn't actually win, but they went to the championships. So, I mean, basketball was a big thing. Everybody played basketball. Everybody had a hoop in their driveway. It was just it. That was the culture. And then growing up in high school, same thing. Same thing. Everybody had a hoop in the driveway. In fact, my high school team took state. I mean, it was like Sweet. it was just the culture. And then, you know, going to college, everyone's like basketball. What? Man, this is a football town, man. That's we don't a- we don't do that. Whatever you talking about bouncing the ball, you know, and we, we play football here. It's all right. Everyone has <sighs> their own thing. It's OK. I just didn't fit in. It's OK. You can be yourself. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, it was it was. Yeah, no, it's cool. Good. It's fun going to the game. And. I ate the ostrich dun, 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 dun. feathers and all. How was it? Excellent. Delicious. That was fantastic meat. It was. It's a bird, right? Oh, so no. It's, so it's poultry. No, an ostrich is not a bird. It is. No, but the, here's the thing. It's, it's a, a dinosaur. It's not a dinosaur. Yes. an ostrich. Yes, the ostrich. So it doesn't taste like chicken. Well, it doesn't look like chicken when you're cooking. It's a red well, meat. It's, it's a ground meat, but it's red. It's not like white, like chicken ground up is white. That's true. Yeah. If you're, if you're cooking ground turkey or ground chicken, it actually does turn more whitish or grayish. I guess it even. is white when you, this is yeah. like, yeah, this is almost like a red meat. That's why substance. it freaked me out. I was like, I'm cooking an ostrich right now. This is so bizarre. See, and that's what was so weird is because it didn't taste like people will say, oh yeah, you know, I had ground turkey. I'm like, it doesn't taste like ground turkey though. You enjoyed it? Oh, I loved it. I actually liked it more than ground beef. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have to go for some more ostrich sometime. And I don't know why. I And I can't really tell you what it tastes like, but it was good. I really enjoyed it. Doesn't taste like chicken, clearly. No. 
I got to say thank you for those of you who said on Monday, you know, oh, I love the whole idea of eat healthy, but eat the cookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're a cookie fiend. Well, I everyone t- knows this about you. I got to tell you about my latest cookie. Okay. From last okay. weekend. Well, yeah. All right. Ready? Ready? Go. Okay. So uh, it's what they call the, the tsunami. The tsunami. The tsunami. <laughs> it's two okay. snickerdoodles. Hold on. Hold on. Let me. Let me Are these. Hold on. Stop. Let me. Let me say this again. Two snickerdoodles. Mm. You've got to say snicker. You cannot say snickerdoodles without the lisp snickerdoodles. Okay. Because it's just, it doesn't work, right? We've got them. Two yeah. snicker, snickerdoodles. Snickerdoodles, two snickerdoodles now. And they're, they're pretty good size, you know? And then in that, in that middle is this some kind of a, a buttercream or a cream cheese type of, oh of my filling. Word. They stick it together and you eat it. Boom. Wow. So what's the tsunami? You like fall over when you eat it because you're washed over by amazing flavor and sugary goodness. Yeah, I think you're hit with like this wave of intensity, this wave of sugar. Um, I usually try to eat it at night because then when the sugar coma crashes, I fall asleep in bed. It's That's great. So I think I missed that because last I was traveling. Yeah, I was also. You, you didn't save me any boo. You don't eat those. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I would. But and honestly, it is a once like that's my dessert for the week sort of thing. I would hope kind of so. it's it's intense. Yeah, really good. Now on a healthy side of things, we got made fun of for drinking tea. Well, who made fun of you? Well, no, we did both of us. And I just want to have a little WTF moment here that I don't remember this. Was I not there? Yeah, you were sitting there. It was after the basketball game and we were saying we we're going oh, to meet well, a friend. We're going to have tea and everyone's like, what? You're drinking tea. These are beer drinkers. Oh, oh my uh, gosh. How are you? There better be alcohol in the tea. And I thought, dude, <laughs> dude, yep. come on. Listen, no, hey, we're not making fun of you for drinking your beer. No. Don't you dare! I make don't fun think of they understood tea. the quality of the tea. They're probably what? thinking like Lipton. Yeah, like a tea bag and whatever. But yeah, we went to a place that has loose leaf tea that they brew from scratch, and it's delightful. Oh, and I've talked about it, and it is—it's wow! It's an experience. I mean, really, you don't just drink Lipton tea. Is like getting a soda, like like with the not not the wonderful you know cane sugar sodas that have all not like that we're, we're talking you know high fructose corn syrup that you get at a gas station kind of soda mm-hmm. or, or the coffees that you get at a gas station that's lipton tea right well i think what you're also talking about in your show recently is that tea is an experience and it's with people and you sit down and you enjoy it it's not yeah. just chug it on their next way to your next meeting kind of thing and beer is too it's social I would I would keep doing that. I don't care if those people make fun of us. No, I don't care. And, and, and I'll you, you did bring up a really good point about the idea of the quality of this tea. You know, for example, I like celestial seasonings. We've visited. It's great. They, mm-hmm. They're factories out of Boulder. Yeah, I love it. It's great. But to me, so celestial seasonings tastes a lot less flavorful than it's more this mass tea. produced, I think, and sits in a yeah. box longer and whatever. That's how much of an experience I'm just trying to explain that this loose leaf tea is is exceptional when it comes to the flavor. So anyway, I just thought it was funny that we got made fun of it. Uh, and I get it. Like they're, they're probably thinking like, oh, you're going to have high tea. It's not like that. We didn't even have scones. Oh, wait. Oh, we did. I had, <laughs> <laughs> you're not proving my point here. I had a macaroon. Is that the same thing? Is a coconut No, that's macaroon. not a scone. It's a, it's a macaroon. Okay, good. Yeah. Never mind. I well, like scones though. No, this is really cool though. I get it. So uh, our friend, Analicious. Oh yeah, Analicious. That's her birth name. Apparently they were able to get some Korean tea. It's Korean green tea. Well, it's green tea grown in Korea. Okay. Apparently very rare. They were able to get their hands on some and I was recommended to try the, the Korean green tea and I was smelling them. What's interesting about tea like that is that it has quite a bit different smell and the, the flavor changes from hot to cold consistently changing became a completely different tea as your sip. tea cools off yeah the flavor changes significantly wow. not just like oh that's less or what it was just it was it went from being this it tasted like a green tea with toasted rice for example mm-hmm. and then by the end it tasted like a white tea with a sweet aftertaste it was oh, really weird cool. that's neat so neat so anyway those are the kind of cool things we get to do in our town because we have a lot of cool places here and we're foodies we'll admit it yeah we are yeah so you and I started watching a new show because mm-hmm. we were looking for something because we had finished up White Collar. That was the saddest day because that was our show. And then, I mean, it was good. The ending was great. But. We went into mourning for at least two weeks. Well, <sighs> nothing but black. Oh, my goodness. It was horrible. Well, anyway. I had a couple of, uh, you know, shows on my list that I was curious to try out. So we tried Quantico. Quantico. Which I've heard about. People Netflix, people talk right? about it. Yeah, it's on Netflix. And I think it's out right now too. actually airing season two or whatever about the FBI training facility, but then there's something that they're investigating the the people going through the academy for some major terrorism event. 
we haven't gotten that far into it yet, but it's, I'm, I'm kind of sensitive. So I had to watch it with like a grain of salt and be like, these aren't real people. <laughs> I get very overwhelmed by violence sometimes, but that's okay. I think that the thought behind it and the psychology behind the show is interesting. And that's what I liked about white collar too. And I think I'll like it about this as well. Well, that was, I think what sparked me to look at that was, you know, in white collar, they mentioned Quantico so many times, you know, in the actual story. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I think there's a show called Quantico. Yeah. the train. Which, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we thought, hey, let's try it out. We watched the first episode. That's it. But it was intriguing. Yeah. We'll go back to the second one. Yeah. I like it. We'll see what happens and see where it goes. Now, granted, uh, I kind of do my research on that. And I noticed that some of the episodes were rated higher and then they started to go downhill. Oh, no. So who knows? I mean, TV shows do that. We'll see. Well, we'll give it a chance. And if not, we'll just pull the plug. Yep. Right then and there. Now, okay. I have to say last week's arrow. You loved it. It's so funny. I stepped down from arrow squad and actually had um, from being a host. Yeah. One of our listeners. I'm just here for Felicity. That's her uh, superhero name. Uh, we actually were able to finger f- finger figure out the fact that it was a she not a he because you know she she would come in with all of these different. Um, it was so funny. All of these different things. So anyway, that's that's another story for another time. But thankfully, uh, she she wrote a really, really nice kind of a goodbye sort of email. But she said it was interesting because uh, one of my favorite characters in the show has always been uh, Anatoly Kanayazev, who plays KG Beast. But it's one is I like the actor, David Nichol or Nickel. I I honestly don't know how to pronounce his name, but he was in Stargate Atlantis. He's been in a lot of different things and he plays such very different characters. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate actors that can go from playing this totally nerdy guy to one of the leaders of, you know, the Bratva in, in Russia, which is amazing. And so his, you know, his superhero or or super, super villain name is KG beast, which I thought that's a sweet name. So I used to name some of my gaming characters, KG beast. And then when he came out on the show, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's KG beast. And I got all excited. And everyone's like, you're totally fanboying. I'm like, well, sort of, (laughs) I like his character. Uh, That was a huge episode for him. It was called Bratva. He was featured very well in that one, almost like, you know, bringing him back Hmm. as I was stepping away. So that was kind of a very interesting thing. And, uh, but man, it was, it was a very true to arrow feel. Oh, good. Really liked it. Yeah. So I'm I'm still watching it, even though I'm not a part of the arrow squad right now and I'm still going to contribute, which is great. Well, it was just time. There was a lot of, you'd done three and a half years of good work with that podcast. So, you know, everything has a season. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, speaking of arrow really quick, I wanted to open something here that I thought was really cool. (gasps) Ooh, it's a package. It says do not bend. Do not bend, but it is for the Torchlight Society. Are you in that society? I'm in that society. Now, I want to say something cool about this because I'm a huge fan of some artists that I got to meet at Heroes and Villains. A couple of them, wonderful people, really love them. I have some of their artwork and I love because they do a lot of superhero artwork or movies that we love, like for example, Firefly Mm -hmm. TV show that is. And I thought, I'm going to have to outfit my walls with this stuff. Man. I mean, I, especially as I do video or anything else here on the real Brian show. That's true. Got to have some cool. I, I got to embrace my inner nerd. So one of the things that I really appreciated is uh, one of the artists, Brian C roll Odyssey art. He does some great work by the way. And eventually when I start doing some video, you'll see some of the stuff that he's done. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I love his work, but he started a brand new. It's kind of a membership thing where you pay either monthly or you pay a year price and you get quarterly shipments and all kinds of cool little things. That's very cool. And I really, really liked this idea for one, because being a businessman, he and I were chatting at one point. I said, dude, I think this is a great thing because one is it's a great business model. Two is people are going to consistently get new artwork. I mean, who doesn't want to subscribe to something and be like, oh, what's coming next? And, mm-hmm. you know, you go and you open up your mail and all that. I mean, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. So anyway, I, I decided to join it and I got my my welcome packet and it's very cool. So first of all, it comes with a uh, look at this. Ooh, a membership card. Yep. It's a torchlight membership card, which, nice. you know, gets you all kinds of fun little things. But I mean, that's really cool. It's kind of like, hey, I'm a club member. You know, I'm a VIP for the Torchlight Society. You got to carry that with you at all times. Of course, it comes with a letter, comes with a really cool magnet for the Torchlight Society logo. Uh, well, so Brian does these alter ego series. Oh, so for anybody that's a superhero and it could be for DC or Marvel, it doesn't matter. But it's a, you know, art of of him or her as their by day sort of oh, alias like, okay. Their so for example, job. it's Oliver queen and it's him in his suit, you know, his mayoral duties. And then on the other side is him as the green arrow. 
cool. So it's the alter ego thing, which is really cool. So that's that's the print. It's the Oliver Queen alter ego is one of them. And then, of course, uh, there was something else I got that I already I already moved it. Oh, oh the trade <laughs> trading cards. I thought this they was do? cool. Aww. He does trading cards, which I thought, wow, that's I mean, that's really, really unique. It's artwork of all of the different superheroes. So, I mean, there's there's like Supergirl, Deadpool, Wonder Woman, et cetera, et cetera. But it's all from the latest movies and TV shows. And then on the back actually has like their stats and their power levels and other little. Can I see those? Yeah, it's really, really cool. I've I've never seen anyone really do that. So I thought that was neat. But so that's I mean, that's just a welcome packet. But he's doing what they call the quadriptic, which is you get it's a quarterly thing. So in March, for example, I'm going to get the first piece and it's for all four of the DC TV shows. So the first one is a Supergirl one, mm-hmm. and then it'll be, I think, Flash, then Arrow, and then Legends of Tomorrow, but it will all connect to make one giant painting. Oh, so you have to have a big wall and get the spaces all lined out, yeah. and one by one, you'll fill them in. Yeah. That's neat. But see, I, I love this kind of stuff because when you start hearing of the creativity that goes into it, it's not just about, that's a cool piece of art. It's the the create, you know, the mind and, and the vision for it and the idea of pulling something together into a greater, I love that. So anyway, there you go. That's uh, that's Brian C. Rolls art, Odyssey art. I love it. And really, really cool stuff. Go check it out. And Brian's actually going to be on the real Brian show Ooh. coming up in the near future. So Odysseyart.net. Cool. These yep. are great. These look really, really professional. I want to share a couple of cool songs here. Are these better than the ones you did before? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Just checking these. Now, it, when I'm writing show notes, when I'm putting together my prep and everything, I got to have good music and ideally good espresso or tea. Oh, yeah, of course. So I, you know, I'm constantly updating my mix on Spotify. Some of you have found it listening to it. I get hate mail once. In a, no, I really don't. How do we find it? Uh, you know, that's a great question. I'd like to have that actually in the show notes as a link. That's a good idea. And uh, Miss Ice and I were trying to figure out how to best do that and i'm not really quite sure yet so hmm. i know it can just be a standard link like here go here there's my stuff but you can look for real brian oh, on, spotify. on spotify sweet very easy uh, a couple of artists i've mentioned these well i might have mentioned i've mentioned ruel before she does the intro music for the shannara chronicles and i thought oh my gosh i love this music who is this person and i found out it's ruel hmm. and new song of hers called live like legends which i was like Woo, nice. fantastic Another one, which apparently this is not brand new. It's a couple years old, but I just found it. It's by Venemy hmm. featuring Alexandra and Keto, and it's called Paradise Mystery. And I just oh, I love that song. Elegram, So Cold. Very interesting. Kind of one of those, like, again, ethereal songs. And then this one I love. This is a group. And I'm just throwing things out because, you know, I, I love discovering music and finding things. I found this group a little while ago. Their name Hidden Citizens, and they take old songs like another one bites the dust and you know, some of those old classic songs and they'll put them into a movie like you would hear in a movie trailer, that epic music that you would hear that gets your emotion going for a movie. And it's almost like they, they turn another one bites the dust into a minor key and it's slow and it's really oh, you, orchestral and yes. you're going, what the heck? you did play that for us. And it's yeah. so fun. Well, it's so different. That's why you like it. It's yes. a new twist on something old. Well, like I don't like remakes if they're just going to pretty much do the same thing. I already heard that. Yeah. whoop de doo But I like it when somebody <laughs> will take something like that and do something completely new and creative. Totally not what you were expecting. I love it. You were surprised with joy. You liked it. I did. I did. I would hear it. I would hear some other stuff that they do. Yeah. So I talk about introverts v extroverts. One of us is one and one of us is the other. Can you take a guess who mm. is who? Just checking. And vegans v carnivores. Also, that applies to our relationship. Wait, although I will give you this. If you're the one eating ostrich, it's pretty obvious I'm the vegan. However, more recently, I've dialed it back a little. So now I'm really just a vegetarian. Like I will eat eggs and some dairy sometimes. So for me, that was a huge step. It, it was it was. But I think it's healthy overall. I'm reading some books like Grain Brain and, you know, different things on health. And I'm like, I think I need more like healthy fat in my diet. So that's why I went for some eggs because they're like really high protein, good fat for your brain. And, you know, I'm just trying to balance myself out so I can have the best life possible. You went after the vegan diet because you had read some stuff about, you know, heart disease and other problems, sure. you know, like, like people sure. that eat meat are going to die or they get cancer, you know, and it was, it was a cancer book. Wasn't I, it? I went through a 21 day cancer prevention course through my, through work, the wellness program. And I was very enthralled with it. I went to like five, six weeks of classes on it. The woman cooked all the food for it and we bought this book and we started these new habits and it was very low fat, very 
no meat, no animal products at all. And I loved it. I'm, I, I could have done it forever, except I thought I was feeling a little weird. Like my brain wasn't really functioning as well as it should. I'm like, Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh geez. Let's not go there. So I did dial it back a little. Um, I still love vegetables. I am a, I would much rather eat vegetables than anything, but you know, I think there's balance and I, that's where I'm trying for my 2017 motto is live in balance. And so yeah. I, I think what I needed to do was dial it back a little from that extreme. And so, so I did. And you're right. That's where that whole balance thing comes in that we've talked about, you mm-hmm. know, eat, eat healthy, but eat the cookie kind of thing. And yeah, it was interesting because you were reading that, that cancer book, which was saying that, you know, eating meat causes cancer. And at the same time I was reading Tim Ferriss's four hour body. Mm-hmm. This was years ago and you went vegan and I actually went more towards, uh, well, I, I looked at the sourcing. It was like a paleo mostly ish sort of, but he really, you know, he's fine with beans. So it wasn't really entirely paleo. It was more of a, like, I mean, I look at Abel James, it's a low carb. Yeah, it's a, it's a low carb kind of thing. Uh, Abel James does wild diet, fat burning man podcast, and he, he subscribes to more of a um, paleo inspired, but not paleo strict. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, some people are like, oh, beans are evil. And some are like beans are okay. So it just depends, but everybody's different, right? And every body is different. Uh-huh. So that's the the thing that I like to look at, but it was interesting that at the time you were telling me, well, meat's bad for you because it causes cancer. And then at the same time, I'm reading Tim Ferriss saying, well, that's true if you're eating stuff like McDonald's. I think the reason is because it's raised with a lot of hormones, yeah. which get into your body and alter your, basically your functions, your body functions so dramatically that it can make your cells turn cancerous. And totally. and, I, and I get that. I mean, clearly feeding animals all these antibiotics is not good for them and all these hormones. I mean, that's, no, thank you. Well, that's what they're talking about is the sourcing. So that's where Tim countered the vegans by saying, you're right because the meat that you're talking about and that most people are getting cancer from are look what you're feeding these, these cows, for example. Right. So if you're feeding cows crap, then you're eating that crap too. Sure. So therefore you're going to get cancer and have problems. And then they were talking about, you know, if if you're feeding cows grains and GMO corn and all kinds of other, Mm -hmm. you know, bad things like that, then what happens is, is you get a high level of omega sixes Right. versus the omega threes. You need a balance, which everybody those. says those are bad fats. So, Oh, don't eat animal meats because you're going to get bad fat. But yeah. what Tim was saying is that, well, actually when cows, for example, are grass fed and eating very healthy, natural, whatever they're in their environment, then their omega sixes and omega threes are actually balanced. Mm-hmm. And so therefore guess what? You're getting okay fats now. Mm-hmm. So his, his argument to the vegans was, well, but if you source from meats that are fed healthy whatever they eat, then technically those meats are fine and they don't cause cancer. And it just kind of, it in moderation. Going. I mean, I think the triple pounder, you know, hamburger that's, you know, bigger well, than your yeah. entire plate is yeah. probably not a good idea. And that was the other thing too, is in the, you know, the, the argument was, well, vegans eat vegetables and most people that don't eat healthy, don't eat vegetables at all. So just adding vegetables, but by nature make you have a better diet, a much healthier. Yeah. yeah. But they say, you know, yeah, three quarters of your plate vegetables and then there's some meat and then some healthy fats. But then it turned into, oh, grain's bad for you. Not because originally grain was okay for you, but then they modified it to be able to grow it faster and make mm-hmm. more money from it. And so now the grain that we see today is, I guess it's like 90, something like over 90%, 90 or more percent of grain today that we can get is modified and extremely unhealthy for us is what they're saying now. Well, and it just leads to di- diabetic conditions can. Yep. And then that creates brain Alzheimer's, dementia, that kind of stuff. And that's what really transitioned my thinking more recently is the Alzheimer's and dementia prevention, which you need fat in your brain. I'm that's just the way it functions. Yeah. There's a all your cells need healthy fat. So that's why I'm kind of like, well, maybe I should throw in some fish oil even once in a while, you know, yep. call me crazy. But that and, you know, the egg fat and the cholesterol, cholesterol is actually good for you. You actually need it to make your cells talk to one another. Yeah. So it's been interesting. I think, uh, well, and and my grandparents, you know, are dealing with some, um, I guess early, it's early dementia is what it is that Uh they have. It is. So, you know, it's been challenging for the entire family to to go through, you know, because they've always been so sharp, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's been hard Hard. to watch. But it's kind of like, you know, now we're all going, hey, we don't want, we don't want to go through that. We don't want to be that. So what do we, what do we do to prevent that? Is there something we can do now? There may be genetics, but if there's something beyond genetics, can we influence it? Yeah, totally. So it's been, uh, you know, then on the other hand, everybody's got their opinions and everybody's right and everyone else is wrong, (laughs) which of course that doesn't work either, but it has been fascinating just to kind of read some, you know, so we think reputable people Mm -hmm. that have an interesting 
I, and again, balanced look balance. Yep. At, you know what? Look at the sourcing of your food. That's probably the most important thing rather than taking extremes on certain things, you know? And the thing I think is most interesting that I've never heard before is that your gut and your bacteria in your gut is actually more important than your brain in terms of your health of your body. Yeah. And so it's almost called like your second brain. And so brain makers, what I'm reading right now, it's about vegetables and fruits and well, mostly vegetables and fermented foods. So all our good bacteria are necessary for our entire body's health which is why if you take too many antibiotics as a kid or whatever, you are at a disadvantage just starting off because you don't have yeah. all your good bacteria in there. It's like, well, I need to throw in some more sauerkraut and pickles and probiotics. And You know, what's interesting is I'd never thought about that in the past, but you know, having read about it, I kind of look back and I go, okay, this makes a lot of sense because you know, when I was a kid, people got sick, kids got sick, but it wasn't that much. I don't remember everybody I knew constantly getting sick like kids do today. It's yeah, it's like rampant today. And I just, I don't remember that when I was a kid and I thought, well, we didn't have antibacterial soap. We didn't have, you know, we weren't taking a lot of antibiotics at the time Mm -hmm. and we were, you know, we were getting dirty and we were doing things. Microbes in the soil. Microbes. Yeah. We were outside a lot. We did a lot. Yeah. That's a good point. We were outside. I did an interesting bacterial study in high school and I don't, you know, this story, but, um, (laughs) I haven't shared this on the show yet. And uh, I, yeah, it was really, really kind of messed up, but I, it was a bacteria study and my mom being a nurse, she was able to go get Petri dishes and then we made auger. So what I would do, I'm about to gross y'all out here. So, so stand by, you know, just bear with me. It's really good though. So I would go around to different places and I would swab different surfaces and, uh, and then I would do, you know, put them on the Petri dish and then let them grow. The boys' bathroom at my high school by far had the absolute nastiest, <laughs> most heinous. Why am I not surprised? It was the top of the urinal. Ah. The top, though. Not in it. Oh. The top. Okay. Disgusting. Oh, uh, I did door handles. Oh, my gosh. You know, if you don't, if you wash your hands and after touch a door handle and yeah. you touch the door handle, you might as well never have washed your hands kind of thing. We don't need to be hypochondriacs over this, but uh, what was very interesting is that's when antibacterial soap was starting to make its presence. Oh, okay. So what I did is I had, well, first of all, we did a, a sample of a dirty hand. Oh, okay. Then we did a sample of a hand that washed with just regular non antibacterial soap. Mm-hmm. And then a sample of a hand washed with antibacterial soap. Now, of course we had to do this at different times okay. just to make sure that it was a, a controlled study. Which of those do you think produced the most bacteria? The dirty hand the hand washed with regular soap or the hand washed with antibacterial soap. Hmm. I mean, you would think it would be the dirty hand. It was the hand washed with antibacterial soap because your hands, your skin. Yes. Talking about your stomach too, produces bacteria Yep. and you have to have good bacteria Mm -hmm. in order to thrive as a living organism. And when your hands are dirty, they have good and bad bacteria. When you wash with regular soap, your washing all the dirt off, but you're keeping the good bacteria. Hmm. When you wash with antibacterial soap, you're killing all of the bacteria. So the bad bacteria comes back with a vengeance. That's scary. dude. And I, I grew some of the nastiest, most disgusting looking bacteria from the antibacterial wash. And I was like, wow. Yeah. He does. He does mention that in this book. Yeah. In the, Man, we we've gotten rid of most of our antibacterial soaps. We've pretty much gotten rid of them all and only do regular now. Mm -hmm. So I do ones with like natural, um, like lavender and chamomile and some of those natural things that are antibacterial. I think they're good. Yeah, but they're not like killing off all the, no, they're not a the chemical, good, the bad stuff or they're, the good stuff. They're just like, like coconut oil is antimicrobial. Yeah. You know? So that, that kind of stuff, it's but good. it keeps the good stuff there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting. We, we kind of nerd out about this. Well, stuff. these are the things we find and I just, yeah, I mean you, I, I do a lot of observation and I explore these things, but anyway, so continue. You were going to, you were going to share some things uh, that you wanted to, um, you know, oh. indoctrinate us with. No, no, no. <laughs> No, I was actually really excited to come on the show because I, I have done radio radio shows with you in the past, but it's been quite a few years. And so it's like, well, it's time to come back on. And yeah. um, then I thought, gosh, an hour. I, I'm not a talkative person generally. Like if I meet up with a friend for coffee, I'm probably listening 75% of the time. Maybe I'm like, I think I'm pretty good at listening. And so then I was like, well, you know, half an hour show. Let's see. Good thing. You talk like three times as many words as I do in general. So maybe I don't have to talk a whole hour because that would be crazy three times as many okay maybe five five that, <laughs> come on you're let's go to like 10 no let's go 50 times as many yeah it's funny because i mean usually <laughs> women talk way more but i think you i put you know, most women to shame you do all the words in our family no offense but, women yeah 
but no, once I, but I was like, you know what? I have some good stuff to say. I, I'm enjoying this. It's fun to just hang out and chat with you too. So thanks totally. for having me on. I appreciate well, it. Well, of course. Yes. Um, one of the things I'm sort of working on, and you've helped me with this, is more downtime, relaxing and having more fun and playing. I'm a task-oriented person, so it's all, I love checklists. And I I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. No, but for myself, I have checklists and yeah. I like to mark stuff off and I'm really energetic. I like to get a lot done. And even on the weekends, I'm like, okay, I can do this and this. I was telling you the stuff I did on Saturday. I gave, I did like 10 separate activity like work related slash you know chores and it was only two o'clock in the afternoon and you're like geez can you get to work or something yeah, like stop sitting around <laughs> like i've done 10 <laughs> things already oh my gosh but i think learning again i'm trying for balance i really am like there is a time when i have to pay the taxes i have to like today i had to go and get some measurements done and i had to you know do a bunch of spreadsheets and that kind of stuff i don't love that stuff but somebody's got to do it. So I'll just get it done. feels good once you mm-hmm. have it done. But if I do that only all the time, I will become a stick in the mud or something. Yeah. What is it? All work and no play makes Jack a very dull boy. Mm-hmm. But then there's the opposite too. people that just play all the time. The shirking responsibilities is no good either. So yeah. balance. You don't write the little honey-do lists. I've never given you one, no. ever, ever. And all I can say is thank you. I've never given you a honey-do list. No, that's, I, I don't feel like the honey-do list is a very respectful thing. Now, granted, if you come to me and say, hey, can you help me with this or could you do sure. this? Or can I, we agree on I, a project we need to work on together? Yeah, or let's split up the duties on this. Like, of course, that, that's not even a... Yeah. Not even a, an issue there. That That's wonderful. Uh, and I appreciate that. I really do. I appreciate the... Yes. Yeah, we, um, we learned that early on, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> but you are correct in that you you work too hard yourself I, at I'm times. A hard worker. And it's yeah. And but the thing is, is your work ethics. Too. I have a tendency to I don't have the stamina that you have when it comes to that. Like, but it, that's the creative brain versus, yeah. the, you know, I, I love you structure. Call your, I love routine. Yeah. Structured I love, brain. I love it. Like that's who I that's how I thrive. And structured brains have a tendency to have that long, slow, steady just go, go, go. It's kind of like, you know, you can run and walk long distance at a very steady pace. Walk, not run, but yes. okay. Um, or like when we're biking, mm-hmm. you are one speed, kind of time. a medium speed, the whole, but you could go for miles and I'm like, burst, rest, burst, rest, burst. Rest. I'm like a greyhound. That's why we adopted greyhounds. Yeah. yeah. And I'm that way with work, burst, rest, burst, rest. Yeah. And I have to do that. And so for me to continue to keep up that level of stamina causes a lot of stress. And then I get grouchy. You, on the other hand, you just keep going. You've just got yeah. a good attitude. But that's when I'm like, okay, stop and rest. This this, this is Saturday. No, right? it's good. There's not good. today, but tomorrow's Saturday. And we, mm-hmm. we need to rest and we need to not do anything. And you're that's, like, I can't. Yeah, I, th- I think it's got to be hard. Again, we're, we're working on it and we have to bear with each other as we work through that and get there. <laughs> well, it doesn't bother me. It's just I don't like seeing you not have the rest time. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think it's important. Um, my other thing that I was thinking about um, when I was getting ready for the show is that heads up like i'm kind of guilty of this too walking around with my screen you know t- texting people or whatever Uh oh like, did, did you hear our episode about that and put oh, the phone down and- i did yes so uh. i was just gonna say when i lifted my head up i usually try to walk my dog early in the morning and it's pitch black and i'm walking what do you mean your dog our dog <laughs> i'm the one who walks her. Sorry, i do too okay <laughs> in the morning when it's dark i'm the one who walks her. <laughs> that's and, true and um Time after time, it's the weirdest thing. I mean, like this neighborhood area and there's a stoplight and I have seen multiple people stop at that stoplight, look around and then just drive through on red. Oh, like, yeah. okay, it's, I guess we can just go on red when we want to now. Anyway, that was interesting. Hey, rules are optional. And then yesterday I saw one at the major intersection of a major thoroughfare. The guy's like, oh, just going to go through on red. I was like, huh? Well, anyway, so things you see when you put your head up, if I would have had my head down, would they have run over me? I don't know. I mean, I hope not, but you just got to watch out for these people. You don't assume that red means stop anymore, I guess. So that's one thing. Yeah. Hmm. There was the most beautiful moon set the other morning. Huge. It must've been a full moon. I don't know, but it was setting over the mountains and the mountains were kind of just really ethereal looking. And the moon was just this big glowing ball. It was just so beautiful. I'm like, Oh, look, heads up, I saw the moon. And then the sunrise came up right after that and made the mountains kind of a purple color, kind of the alpine glow. It was just, okay, it was worth it. It's it's a good day. So heads up. Having dinner Mm -hmm. with our neighbor, who is currently not our neighbor, but will return as our Mm -hmm. neighbor. Mm -hmm. Um, She's, you know, on walkabout. 
uh, which kudos, by the way, kudos to her. I want to have her on just to talk about her little walkabout because it's amazing. She literally very, very cool. as uh, she's kind of the entrepreneurial mind as well, but decided that she saved up a bunch of money and basically lived out of her truck and mm-hmm. traveled camped. And, well, now it's traveling the world. Basically, yeah, she's great. It's incredible bike tours. And yeah, yeah, minimalist thing, but she's great. Really great attitude. But anyway, we get to, to meet with her and have some uh, Mediterranean style food, which was very authentic. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love this food. Anyway, uh, and we were talking phones were down. My phone was in my jacket pocket, not even paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. And everybody that came in to order food was on the, that was like they'd be on their phone and then they'd look up and order and then be on their phone again and they'd wait <laughs> and they'd be on their phone the whole time. Oh yeah. And then I saw a couple sitting there eating and she was on her phone the entire time and never once talked to the guy that she was with and he was just sitting there kind of looking sheepish and I thought (laughs) this is so ridiculous. Well, I went how how absolutely stupid. That's all I got to say. That is so stupid. It's so mean. It's disrespectful. I mean, whether you're the girl or the guy, I don't care, but come on. So I was out one of our friends. Is that too much? She and I went to breakfast the other morning um, on the weekend and we were sitting there. We were waiting for a table. So we were kind of just standing in the lobby area and there's this a mom and dad and two children. And they're sitting at this table, all four of them. And all of them were on something. So the, the guy had the newspaper, the woman had the iPad and the two kids were on like cell phones or something. All of them sitting there at the table, just individually in their little own world. Mm. It's like, I get, I'm hoping that when their food arrived, that they actually put down their devices and actually talk to each other. I, I don't know. I didn't stay there long enough, but I was like, that's just so curious. I don't know. See, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I, I can't necessarily uh, endorse that either, but that is that is a little different While because they're all four on their own phone versus one person's on the phone and the other person's that staring true. at them like, dude, I'm here in front of you. Please. Yeah, talk why aren't to me. you talking to me? Yeah, um, that to me just that was not cool. But yeah, when they're all all of them on their phone, that's to me, that's bizarre. Yeah, but I see it all the time. Like everybody does it and I'm going, man, what? So, well, I'm, I'm glad you're uh, I'm putting my head up. I'm trying. And I still love texting. I'm a pretty, I use it as a means of encouraging my friends. So that's how mm-hmm. I, why I mostly text is to say, hope you're having a great day or I'm thinking about you or, you know, that's mostly what I try to do with texting. So I do have to put my head down for that, but I, w- I would like to look up and live. <laughs> well, no, and I, I agree and I appreciate that. And I think that's something that's very important. Well, and we've talked about this too with the extrovert V introvert thing. Mm-hmm. you, you tend, you get, what is it that you I recover energy that's, yeah. by being by myself? Yes. And I recover energy by being with people. And, mm-hmm. and I've said in the past too, that I actually think I'm, I'm sort of a mix because yeah. I actually do recover energy being alone too, but definitely too much of that. no, too much of that drives me crazy. So yeah. definitely I've got to be out and be extroverted, but even talking about, you know, how easy it is, I think for, for an extrovert to be on the phone all the time would be I think a little crazy. Like I like to get up and look around and talk to people and do things like that. Mm-hmm. But I think for an introvert, it's probably a, a comfort. It's a safe place. Sure. Yeah. A yeah. safety blanket kind yeah. of thing where yeah. people are like, Oh, I got to, I don't want to talk. It insulates anybody. you from the world a little bit. You're yeah. just like, okay, I don't want to talk to anybody anymore. Well, I found that I've gotten a lot more extroverted being around you more, you know, like it's okay to in, invest in people's lives and talk to them and, yeah. you know, go out together after work for a pizza or whatever. I mean, it's like, Okay. I mean, most introverts would be like, get me home. I just want to have a blanket and a book and just not talk to anybody forever. I, I, I understand. So we, we are very opposite on more, more things than not, I would say. Yeah. But that's why there's need for two of us. If we were each the same, then one of us would be unnecessary. That'd be boring. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. At least we keep each other, you know, was, keeps life exciting, I guess. Yes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, there you go. So there's uh, you know, we're, we're coming up on that hour mark and I wanted to make sure that we stuck to that and, like I said, going to be chatting with Khan and Khan here in just a second. Yes. But this is, this is Superhero Fridays. One hour, anything goes, talk about whatever we want. And, and my goal is to have on guests that are friends or people who will become friends and, you know, stuff like that. Just have them on, just chat about whatever, have a good time. This is the kind of stuff I love. That's great. We used to do this on, our, on one of our radio stations. I called it Mantastic Friday. Good thing you didn't call it that today. No, because I would feel like I would be leaving out all of our wonderful... Wait, wait, the alliteration, the fine female folk. Mm-hmm. Yep. Isn't that what I called them? Fantastic. Fine, fantastic throw, throw female fantasticness. Anyway, um, <laughs> but it was kind of a joke because that station was actually, uh, it was geared towards men. So that was kind of our, our thing anyway, but it was, it was like fantastic Friday. Uh, that, and then it was somebody, I think accidentally said mantastic <laughs> and I went, dude, that's amazing. Not a word, but it ended up just being a lot of fun. We would just talk about whatever we'd have a lot of uh, just entertainment, talk about movies, TV shows, that kind of thing. Heck yeah. So I love 
bringing this back. I'm glad this was Superhero Friday because like I said, we have some incredible listeners. I love you guys. So thank you for being a part of the show. And this is not just for men. It's not just for women. We are here to rock it. We could see you on Facebook. That'd be fun. Hmm? Hmm? Although some of you have gotten off Facebook, but for those of you who are still on Facebook and would like to connect in a little bit more, you know, personal. personal. Yes. Oh, oh jinx. That I was like cool. that. Facebook.com slash groups slash real Brian show. Of course, links are on real show.com. So go there and, and hang out. Thanks for being on. I love it. Thank you for having me. I actually get to be in the studio. Of course, this is, this is fun. I know on the mic. It's awesome. Now, I think it would be safe if you left the studio while I bring the two cons in because I'm not quite sure for your safety at that point. So, all right. Well, I'm out of here. Catch you later. Well, this week on The Real Brian Show, I have a very special chat. Now, for those of you Star Trek fans, there was a debate. I mean, I guess there sort of still is, you know, between which con was better con from Star Trek Two, the Wrath of Khan or con from Star Trek Into Darkness. Now, there's no doubt that both had extreme amounts of villainy and ruthlessness. Both have killed many, sought revenge incessantly, both great marks of a twisted and heinous mind. But today, I want to bring both cons here on the show to discuss the issue of which con is truly better. Now, I have my personal opinion, but I'll save that for another day as both of these men look like they want to kill me. And for purposes of the show, I'll refer to con from the wrath of con as con prime and con from into darkness as con two. So con prime. Welcome, my friend. Ah, my old friend. Yeah, it's very good to see you again. I cannot help but be touched. I, of course, remember you. Well, I would hope so. Kantu, welcome to the show. You are a pawn. A pawn. Shall we begin? You're still alive, my old friend. Tell me, why did you allow me to live? I've done far worse than kill you. I've hurt you. And I wish to go on hurting you. I shall leave you as you left me, as you left her, marooned for all eternity in the center of a dead planet. Buried alive. Buried alive. Wow, that's messed up. Okay, wait. So you're both from different universes. How is it that you actually already know each other? Do you mean he never told you the tale? No. A remnant of a time long past. Genetically engineered to be superior so as to lead others to peace in a world at war. We were condemned as criminals, forced into exile. For centuries we slept, hoping when we awoke things would be different. Wow. It is only the fact of my genetically engineered intellect that allows us to survive. But look deeper and you will see an outsider who does not belong. A man of two worlds. This tears him apart. A constant battle between what he thinks and what he feels. Huh. What does he do? Does he follow his head, embracing logic and the path of reason? Or does he follow his heart? Yeah. Knowing the emotions he cannot control may destroy him. I will help him decide. Okay, so somehow you were engineered together in the same universe, but then were split into two different timelines, and you don't like each other now. He basks me. He tasks me, and I shall have him. I'll chase him round the moons of Nibia and round the Antares maelstrom and round Perdition's flames before I give him up. Gene Roddenberry got this all wrong. I to make this very simple for you. Okay. Darkness is coming. Okay, hold on. Let's, let's just take a step back here. See, fans of both of you have been debating as to which of you is a better villain. So we're going to do a quick poll. Now's your chance right now to prove which of you is the better villain. Con two. You think your world is safe. It is an illusion. Enjoy these final moments of peace. That's a good one. Nice villainy. Con prime. Do you know the Klingon proverb that tells us revenge is a dish that is best served cold? Yeah, actually, I am familiar with that proverb. Uh, so sorry, con prime, but con two still in the lead here. Because I am better. Surely I have made my meaning plain. I mean to avenge myself upon you. And I mean to deprive you of your life. Wow. Okay, now that's villainy. Con prime, you are in the lead. So much the better. Okay, Contu, what makes you the better villain? Everything. Right. Okay, no, not good enough. I will have no choice but to kill you. I will walk over your cold corpses to recover my people. Wow, that's twisted. 
You're both not bad in this little school of villainy thing that I'm going with here. So TRB show community, I'm going to poll you. Which con do you like and think is more villainy? Send all of your answers to TRB at realbryanshow.com or the Facebook group community, all right? You are in a position to demand nothing, sir. I, on the other hand, I'm in a position to grant nothing. Well, I wasn't demanding anything. I was just asking. Looks like Con 2's left the studio for some reason. Huh. Okay, so I guess we'll just wrap up with you, Con Prime. Now, I know you've listened to The Real Brian Show and that you've told me, you know, prior to coming on the show that you have something to say about the guests that I've had on and interviewed. So, yeah, what have you thought of my guests so far? Enter through the ears and wrap themselves around the cerebral cortex. What? Uh, this has the effect of rendering the victim extremely susceptible to uh, suggestion. Um, Later follows madness and death. I'm not sure how to take that, and I'm now really afraid to ask this last question. In my judgment, you simply have no alternative. Right, okay, so what piece of encouragement then would you like to leave us with? From hell's heart, I stab at thee for hate's sake. I spit my last breath at thee. Yeah, that's not really cool, and I don't think my listeners are going to like that at all. Let them eat static. Uh, well, you know what the music means. Uh, it's time for us to go. Thank you so much for joining us here on The O'Brien Show. Superhero Friday, the very first official one here. And we'll be back Monday. For the Monday experience, going to be talking a lot more in depth on essentialism, saying no, doing less but better. I know I briefly touched on it. This one's going to be more. Have a great weekend. I am The O'Brien, signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.